0: beers, dads, ball,
1: podcast, with your host, Showdog. Anthony Richardson looks left, steps up in the pocket, rolls right, there he goes, he's got a linebacker to be on the sideline, he takes off, he misses the tackle, he's at the 50, he's at the 40, he's (laughs) at the 30, he's at the 20, oh, Anthony Richardson is the front runner for the Heisman on his third touchdown of the day, are you (laughs) <laughs> fucking kidding me? This kid is electric!
2: Gola? I'm going to just go in a real different, different direction with this. <laughs> and I'm going to say boobs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and KG. I freaking cannot stand it when sports fans use the term we when a team loses <laughs> that they cheer for. The Patriots go out and lose a game Oh yeah, we had a really rough game tonight We just couldn't get the ball in the end zone We just, you know, we didn't show up to the game You weren't a part of the fucking game You're not a part of the team There's no we The Pats lost, they lost It was them, not we Don't ever fucking use that
1: What's up everybody Welcome to another episode Of BDB January 18th The best day of the year Happy Bringing birthday shorty! Best Shory. content you could ever have Thank you
0: Big day
2: What is it, Big, what is it yeah, I'm, I'm on, how, how are you 34? up to 34?
1: Uh, I'm on Paul Pierce. 34. Unbelievable. Yeah. I'm, a char- I'm a charity for. Wow. How are you feeling? Old, really? Yeah. I think I pulled the muscle in my back, helping the baby out of the tub today. Uh, I was going to say, what That's were you doing?
0: <laughs> yeah, that is not good. That's
2: like I my, uh, I texted my <clears throat> kid. You know, my cousin, Matt uh, I used to work with him, texted him today. I said, how you feeling? uh, cause he, my father told me he was playing men's league soccer the other day. And, Took a step to plant and heard a pop and ruptured his Achilles tendon. So, uh,
0: ooh, Gorm did. He goes,
2: yeah. So, oh, no. having Surgery on Friday, but he, I texted him and was like, you know, how are you feeling, all this other stuff, and he just wrote, he's like, "Dude, just don't get old." Like, it's yeah. too fucking late. I'm gonna be thirty-seven in a few months. Like, yeah, that's it's too late now. So, damn. But,
0: damn. Yeah, we're, we're... coming in a day day early, day early. So sure we can,
1: you know. Do his Enjoy thing. Enjoy
2: his birthday.
1: That's right. Celebrate. Uh, for my birthday, we got the garage set up. Long time coming. Was able to get internet. It wasn't as easy as you think it is, but we got internet out there. Put the TV out there. Wood stove cranking. Uh, I would guess that in the next year, more beers will be drank out there than the first seven years of living in this house. <laughs> I think I'll be out there every weekend. I like. Yeah. It if it's like we haven't had like super cold weather but
0: if it was like zero degrees would it be pretty cold out there
1: it was pretty cold this weekend i think right it was like snowing i mean cold enough that it was really snowing and yeah. it was fucking warm in there like i went out there with a sweatshirt next thing you know i had to take my sweatshirt off yeah it's such a big wood stove i have out there that it like it, yeah that side with the wood stove sm- gets cool, gets hot
2: I will just saying, and it's like it's—I mean, it's a decent-sized garage, but it's a small enough space where that thing yeah. gets pumping. It's—I would imagine—it stays pretty warm. And is the, are the walls in that thing insulated or anything?
1: <laughs> they were. I ripped some out. Um, oh. <laughs> some are. Some aren't. <laughs> That's—I don't know.
2: Yeah. No, I'm that's sure mental, it's. Like sure a man cave.
0: Yeah, if you like, you started your wood stove at like twelve thirty. It's probably like it'd be pretty cold for football, but. If you started a little earlier in the day. Exactly.
1: That's what I'll do. Yeah. I'll get out there, go start it, have coffee, hang out, go out there, stoke it some more. And then it's like, it's a, like I said, it's a big wood stove. So you can put like three logs on there and it starts cranking. Um, but like I brought the baby out there and I'm drinking a beer. He grabs it, dumps the whole beer on the ground. Got a broom. I just flattened it out with a broom. So it wasn't a puddle. Perfect. Don't give a shit. Don't even matter. Nope.
2: Pissing in the corner.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably
2: Got a pee corner
1: Yeah, We've had t t-ball, the kid's just rifling shit off the wall And yeah. Kim is just like <laughs> Like laughing Like If that's in the house, we're freaking perfect, out right? 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 He's just it's rifling perfect. balls off the wall And I, I was too
0: I remember a story from last week Where mm-hmm. um, someone's daughter Talked to Loogie and Ella Bean dude Because she forgot where she was <laughs> So just yeah. be weary of uh, <laughs> Dumping right. beers at those you know-
2: I'm not even sure that she uh, forgot where she was. I just don't think she gave a fuck.
1: just doesn't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I will say this. Birds I,
2: we talk about all the time, like, my wife and I talk about how, like, when Max gets a little bit older, he's going to start bodying Ryan. Like, he's just going to be so, he's so much bigger and stronger. Dude, today, I sw- he looked like he had the perfect form. Like, he looked like a left tackle in the NFL. She started to push him. He put his hands like like on like her, on her breastplate and just extended his arms and drove her like pushed her into the wall, like moved her back ten feet. I was like, oh my god, go go, like, Legs. go! I was like, drive, drive, get your butt down. <laughs> was like, it was unbelievable because she pushes him and he just like gets his hands up and he's like, ah. I'm like, yes. oh my god, that was perfect form.
0: Got a little <laughs> Trafagola blood in him, huh?
2: He does you get a little lineman in him, maybe.
0: Jesus unbelievable how many football games did you guys watch this weekend we had six right
1: did you watch all of them uh, i think yeah for the most part
2: yeah I, mean, I didn't sit down and like didn't leave it's not like i left i mean i did stuff but i had them on saw right. pieces of all of them
1: yeah got a little uh friendly wagers going on all the weekend with, with uh you guys and uh we couldn't have been worse well, Could've you know what, worse. though?
2: We may not have been good, and we can jump into this game if you want. The dumbest bet I have ever seen in my entire life was that fucking moron who live bet the Chargers at minus $12,500, $1.4 million to win 11000 I figured it out. It'd be like one of us, I think, betting $100 to win $0.80. Cents.
1: Wow. That's crazy. It's I wonder like, if he was I, like stupid rich though, and you know what Or it was, if like, he he's like was, that was like everything he had.
2: Oh, and he was probably like, oh, he just wanted to be like, oh, yeah, I bet a million and a half on this game. Yeah, well, you know what, you fucking loser, when you put stupid bets in, like I just don't understand it. Like betting that much money to win eleven thousand dollars makes no sense at all. No. You would have been better off putting a hundred thousand dollars on the fucking Jags money line to win. It was like it was like twelve and a half million. If you would have put hundred grand on the Jags money line, they have down twelve
1: nothing. Guess I didn't see that one. Ah,
2: twenty seven nothing. It's fucking stu- It's just so stupid. But. Damn. I don't know if you want to go in chronological order and touch base on the uh, the Niners Seahawks game first and make our way through, but
0: yeah, let's do it. Uh, I mean, to I me, mean, that one it seemed like the first half the Seahawks seemed like wow they making a game of this, and then the four ers kind of did. I think what everyone expected them to do, and they just
2: like took control of that game. Yeah, I will say, you know, I will say this, as far as the Seahawks go, I don't think they're that far away from like, I don't want to say maybe not a Super Bowl contender, but they're not that far away from making like some serious noise, I think. Um, I mean, obviously, like, we'll see if Geno can repeat it if they resign him, but they hung with San Francisco for like three quarters, and then it was just like, all hell broke loose. and. The Niners just have so many weapons on the off, on offensively. It's just, it's like, oh, yeah, you like try to shut down Debo, and then there's Kittle and Iuke and McCaffrey. And it's like, oh, it's, it's just, it's a, it's a nightmare for a fucking defense mm-hmm. to try to, try to stop. Um, but really, I mean, that was the worst. Well, other than Monday night, that was pretty bad. I was like, that was probably the worst game of the actual weekend. Um, but it was a pretty good, I mean, score wise, but it was a pretty good game for, you know, Two and a half, maybe three quarters. So
0: it was. I, I think it's been a theme we've been talking about a lot too. And I think it's getting like more and more convincing that, like, that uh, Brock is a Brock. Yeah. Brock Purdy is Brock like going to be the man in San Fran. No doubt. He, like he's, yeah. he, I think he kind of, he kind of proved it in the regular season. Like they won 10 games to finish up the season. So like he was obviously winning games, but it's obviously a different animal to like, perform in the playoffs as well. And I feel like his, his debut in the playoffs was incredible. 300 yards, three touchdowns. Like he's yeah. doing every, he's doing everything he needs to do to make this a very difficult decision for the Niners next season.
1: Yeah. I, what is it? Uh big cock Brock is, uh, I like that. not even just like making plays. I feel like he's like, he there's a couple of times where he's creating plays. Um, he's not bad with his feet. He's, He has, like, amazing pocket presence. Um, It reminds me of, like, I'm not saying he's Tom, but the pocket presence were, don't get me wrong, he has probably the two best tackles in football, like, combo tackles, with Trent Williams and McGlitchinary. Is that how you say it? Uh, McGlitchy? McGlitchy on the other side. Those are probably the two best tackles you could have in football. So you trust that your pocket's there, but his pocket presence is incredible. He just sits there and sits there and waits to deliver and has a feel for the game a lot like a young Brady. I'm not saying that he's him, but like the Patriots had confidence with Brady that he was going to make the right play. And they have a lot of confidence in him, even as a rookie. They're not, they're not like being reluctant on what they call for plays. No, not at all. And I agree with the Seahawks. I think they have some guys that are like game changers. Like DK is obviously a game changer. Tyler Luck, it's I mean he's getting up there in age, but he's still a chain mover for a wide receiver. Uh Walker is a beast running back. Um yeah. they have some guys in their in their secondary that are decent. Their their highest played player, Adams, is a no show. He sucks and he's not playing. Um get rid of him, you go get some stars. Like I don't I don't think they're that far away either.
0: So they obviously have the fifth pick overall now because Denver. Yeah. And then they also they still own their twentieth uh, overall pick, so they they draft two picks in the top twenty.
1: I don't know. Uh, they need no help on offense if they get if they bring Gino back. I you know, I don't think it no, was Gino. I, I agree. It wasn't Gino that isn't why they couldn't beat San Fran. It's
2: no, I think their defense. They just need help on defense. the defensive side of the ball. And there's some guys definitely in that when they're picking five that you think are going to be there that are difference makers. I mean. I'm not sure Jalen Carter or Will Anderson will be there at five, but that Brian Brees from Clemson Brees, should be yeah. there. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. There's a few other guys. Is that uh, the kid from Texas Tech Most of be potentially high? But we yeah. were um, talking about DK. So I heard – I saw this. It was like crazy how good DK's been. I don't know if you saw this in the playoffs. DK's played in four games in the playoffs. He has 26 catches, 451 yards, and five touchdowns in four That's playoff awesome.
1: games. Beast. Great. Now,
2: granted, that was aided by his. Uh, he had. Uh, oh no, that was in two games, but he and had a monster game the other night.
1: Three of those games are with, as we know, the worst quarterback in football, Russell Wilson.
2: Right. So yeah, DK's a game changer. They just, they, I think they just need a few more pieces on defense, and they're going to be right, right back too.
1: in it. I do too. Okay.
0: Uh, second game that day, man. Chargers, Jags. Just a tale of two halves, insane. I every time that uh, Lawrence threw an interception, I was writing to the group chat and I was like, "Oh my god, this yeah. fucking guy's debut couldn't get any worse." And then he just torched him in the second half.
2: It. I was. I fell. Admittedly, I fell asleep at halftime because I'm like, "This game's. This game's over." Like, and then I wake up. It was like 12:30. I looked at my phone before I went to bed and I was like, "What the fuck happened?" I wanted to go to bed
0: 30. so bad. I wanted to go to bed and I just was like the third quarter. I'm like, well, they're getting it. It's like a, you know, seventeen point game. And then I'm like, oh now it's getting a little closer. I'm like, now I gotta stick it this out. And then, you know, it ends up getting over around midnight, I think it was. But it uh that was an insane game. Charges is absolutely blew it. I think it has been a huge thing all year of you guys ripping on uh Staley, right?
1: I was just say short and beat oh, yeah. I knew he was a bad coach at the beginning. I fucking nailed that one. Three hey, first round picks for Bill Belichick. They fucked up. You know what's it's
2: crazy? Like that whole thing was. Sorry, Cap. If you had a thought to finish, go ahead. No,
0: go ahead. no, no. I didn't. I was keep going.
2: No, I was just gonna say like I understand like when you get into a game in that situation, you're up twenty seven to nothing. Starting the first, second half, like I don't. I I hate when teams just trying to sit on the clock and try to like I think you still you need to be it. aggressive. But that fucking, that fucking idiot only ran the ball six times in the second half. Like, I understand you still got to stay a, a little bit aggressive, but you also you got to balance being aggressive and still trying to burn some of that clock and just, you know, get the game moving. To only run the ball like six times in the second half is so fucking stupid. Yeah. And that goddamn moron, his best offensive weapon, outside of Justin Herbert, got hurt in a week 18 meaningless game. They were going to mm-hmm. be the fifth seed. They weren't going to yeah. six. They weren't going to four. They were going to be the fifth seed. He decides to play fucking Mike Williams, and he gets hurt. Like it's just such boneheaded shit. And then they fire their fucking off- offensive coordinator today. Like it's he's not a problem. him. No, you're the problem, Staley. Like they, th- I don't understand it. Like that guy should have never even left fucking Jacksonville. I'm like fly, fly, fly commercial back from fucking Jacksonville to L.A. Because you're done. Like yep. I'm, I've had it with you. Chargers have
0: already fired their offensive coordinator, Joe Lombardi. They also fired their quarterback's coach, Shane Day. They're saying that indications are that Staley's staying in, <laughs> in L.A. again for next year. Um, one thing I, I don't think stands out as much because I think that everyone just thinks that it's blaming it on the offense because they scored like three points in the second or three points second half. Let's blame it on the coaching. but. Joey Bosa had a fucking rugged game, dude. What
2: was he doing? Well, I was gonna bring something up about that, but you guys fish for you, and I'll go after.
0: He it. had three flags in the game. Two of them were unsportsmanlike conducts, and like they were happening in some bad situations. Like, sure enough, this this team fucking blew this game. But Bosa was like just helping the Jaguars get back into this one.
2: Is there a, like? Can you guys think? And maybe um, maybe this is gonna be an obvious answer to this. Is there, like, a more, like, in sports, a, like, you take two brothers, I think Joey Bosa is an absolute fucking jackass, fucking buffoon, the guy is constantly hurt, I just think he, like, he does this shit all the fucking time, runs his mouth, like, I think, I feel like people, like, don't like him, then you have his brother, Nick, who seems like the most likable fucking guy in the universe, Mm -hmm. like, I just, I can't stand Joey Bosa, like, That guy, then he goes off on the refs. He's like, oh, yeah, these I know they're talking about it in the locker room. Yeah, I got him for 15 yards. Saw back like a fucking asshole. Like, it's not that difficult. Like, I don't know. I just feel like you look at, like, the two of them. I think Nick is fucking awesome. He's like a wicked likable guy, and then he's just like a gigantic fucking
1: douche. I wish we knew what was said to the referee on the first one because he said something, not even, like, at the ref, not yelling he said something to the ref and just kept walking to the sideline, and the ref chased after him, which I've – I don't know if I've ever seen that, And which seemed like he was like – I don't know. I, I don't agree with it. Like, you're a ref. It's a huge game. Emotions are high anyway. Just fucking get out there, make the calls, and, and and that's it for me. Like, don't don't be the reason why a player gets a penalty. Like, call it if you see it. Um. So I didn't agree with that. I, I also, the fucking right tackle was jumping every time. He was right about that which is bananas. Did you guys see it? I didn't notice I it. Didn't notice the it right no. tackle for the Jaguars. He would go, it's Trevor Lawrence. He go, and, go <söylebreaks across> and it, uh, halfway through ready, he knew it was on hot and it's the same cadence. He would fucking jump. He would already start fucking getting in his pass protection. And that's why Boza lost his mind. He's like, he's fucking jumping. So they go to the fucking referee on the sideline, the one in the booth or whatever. And he's like, hey, um, it looks like he leaves just for the ball, but it's simultaneously before the ball. So I wouldn't throw the flag. Uh, the rule is if he fucking goes before the ball is it's a penalty. So I wouldn't throw he's getting a head start. He's fucking cheating on Joey Bose, which Joey Bose's best move is, as we know, is the double arm rip to the outside. He beats him every time he's not. He doesn't go to the inside very often. He couldn't get to the outside. It was like, no, no wonder why Joey is pissed. Like he can't, the guy's cheating to beat him and they're not doing anything sure. about it.
2: No, me. and I, so I didn't, but as far as like what he said to the ref and like the, ref, so here's my thing, like where I do disagree with you a little bit. Like, I feel like referees in any, any professional sports get shit. They get talked to all the time. Shit said to them all the time. So like, I kind of feel like whatever he said had to be so bad. To yeah. The point it, didn't the might have felt it was necessary. You know what I mean? Like, unless the guy just had a hair across his ass that day, but like for a ref to actually like react the way he did. And throw a flag for that. I feel like whatever he said was pretty fucking bad. Maybe. Now, I'm sure Bosa's like, I didn't say anything to him because the guy's a fucking douchebag, but um, it had what been you, pretty bad for him to react
0: that way. What do you guys think about this? So, like, Christian Kirk has his best year of his career, most receiving yards in his career. Uh, Zay Jones, best best year of his career. Uh, and then Evan Engram, best year of his career. All three of them, best year. Do you think that's more of Lawrence just becoming, like, a legit NFL player, or do you think like those guys just weren't in good situations before? Obviously, Ingram th- with like Danny Dimes, like that's not great, right? Uh Kirk with like Kyler when he plays is not great. And then Zay Jones was he in the on Vegas last year. Last I think? year, he was on
1: yeah. Buffalo before
2: that. I think it's a combination of everything. I think it's Lawrence taking a step forward. I think the fact that they actually have an actual coach down there that knows what the fuck they're doing. Um is a huge thing with Doug Peterson. And I'm sh- so I'm sure it's a combination of of it all. There's a few a few factors there. Um,
1: For me, uh, the biggest thing is Doug Peterson. Like, yeah, he seems like a guy who just like walks confidence. Like they were losing and getting smoked, and he was literally not faced by anything. Like I'm just watching on the sideline. He never like there was questionable calls, and he was like literally on to the next play. And mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what they had because if you remember Ev Ingram in New York is he had the worst hands I've ever seen in in football. Um, he just he would balls with him in the hands, he just drop them, and I think that's more of a confidence thing. And Doug Peterson never was a guy that was run out of Philly because of his lack of bringing confidence to his team. I mean, fucking made Nick Foles the best quarterback in football for a while. His biggest thing was he he's like Bill Belichick is he refused to bring in coaches from other markets he would only bring them in from like homegrown talent and eventually you run out when they all go to different places um and that's why he got run out of philly so i i think it's the coach uh
0: like to go on with peterson i think peterson is like obviously has some of those plays in handful history you just like remember them because there's like Mm -hmm. iconic he pulls shit like from deep in the bag right and I think that play they had on fourth and one or whatever it was, everyone, or fourth and inches, everyone's expecting a Lawrence up the middle, right? And then they – what even formation is that, Sherry? It's like a T, basically. The quarterback is like three running backs lined up yeah, sideways. Yeah, that that's, I don't know what the, that's is
1: it exactly T? what it is. It's
0: a T. And, like, everyone's expecting Lawrence just to jump over the huddle, over the line like he did on that 2 point and And, uh, like, was it a sweep to ETN, I think it was? Yeah, he
1: just – yeah, it was a little reverse pivot handoff. Yeah. Around the around the edge, man. Like
0: they were already close to field goal range at that point, but then like that play just blew it open and it's like this game's over at that point. So yeah, awesome. I think that Peterson has some of those iconic plays, and like uh, it's pretty cool as a coach to have that.
1: He's not afraid. Like he's like it was a Philly special, like shit like that is yeah, what Doug makes Doug Peterson so great. Is like he'll call a play without batting an eye, and if it fucks up, mm-hmm. he'll fucking eat it like, he, like it's nothing too. Like he'll take the blame and He's on to the next play or next year or next whatever it, he does. He's unfazed. He does him.
0: All right. On to Sunday. Uh, first game of the day was Dolphins at the Bills. Bills win at 34-31. And actually a pretty solid game considering Skylar Thompson was behind, under center in that one. But uh, what do you guys think on that?
2: This game dragged on. Good God. I swear this game took forever. Did it? Um. Oh, I feel like it, they, yeah it they had to push five. back the
1: next game just because this one took so long,
2: yeah, um yeah no, I just the 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 bills kind of look like shit, Allen didn't play well, he threw two picks, I think he had two fumbles recovered and like lost one of them i I don't know you um I still think buffalo is obviously dangerous, I just uh they can't turn the ball over. Three times or four times, whatever it was, this weekend against Cincinnati, they're gonna get the fucking wheels beat off of them. I think if they do that, yeah. but or the next two weeks if they play, I'm not say yeah, but
0: Miami had a defensive touchdown, I think, right? I think they did. Yeah, they yeah, did. No, that's the That's the uh, second.
2: Yeah, Strip like attack.
0: the fact that like Miami with Skylar Thompson scored 31 on Buffalo, it just makes me question if Buffalo's D is that legit. I don't know. I I just I feel like if Miami's even put up 24 points on Buffalo, like I feel like what is what is, like, Burrow going to do next and week? And you
1: know what, though, Kev? The Patriots seem to have a problem putting up points on the either. No, right. They really didn't the week before. Um, And I agree. I think that Buffalo's defense is suspect. And I think that Buffalo run game sucks. I mean, I really know bad, that they yeah. ever go to the second half. But if if you're relying on your running – not Lamar. But if you're relying on Josh Allen, he's going to take – you're just putting him at risk every time you do it, man. Like, I know he's great. I know he's – but he's never sliding. He's never trying to get out of bounds. He's always trying to get the extra three yards instead of getting out of bounds. And eventually one of these hits is going to be it, man. And I'm, I keep saying it, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't think you want to rely on him. You want to use it like, okay, it's third down and five. Well, guess what? If your first two reads aren't there, Josh, do what you got to do. But I hate when they're they're making these calls. So it will be interesting. I, 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 I look forward to this game so much. I think it's going to be the best game, maybe of the playoffs. Cincinnati versus Buffalo. Um, I think I like Cincinnati big time. We'll dive a little deeper, dude. We will dive a little deeper.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, Giants Vikings, pretty solid game, and I would say maybe the best performance of the weekend's. Danny Dimes.
1: <sighs> I agree. I
2: Ryan think a great player. Right. We've been I've been saying it all year the Vikings are fucking frauds. They suck. It, it It's pathetic.
1: It took me to week they, 19 like, to, to buy into to this to realize
2: movie. yeah. Yeah. I know but Danny Dimes was awesome. Efficient like he just Yeah.
0: I saw a, I don't know it was some stat about him where he's the first quarterback in playoff history with 300 plus passing yards two uh two touchdowns. Like, 70 rushing yards and a completion percentage over 65. Like, he did legit everything he's ever done. Like, the best he's ever played ever, right? He he did it at a really good time, which is, like, a really good thing for the Eagles next week, I think. Because I find it hard to believe if he's going to be able to do that back-to-back weeks. But, uh, yeah, I think, like what Goal said, I think everyone's been expecting the Vikings to just, like, to lose first round. I just... Thought it was a perfect matchup for the Giants. I think the Giants probably going to lose to any other team in the NFC except for the Vikings. Um, and so I think it was just a great matchup for the Giants. Uh,
3: it's crazy know. to
2: think, too, the, the next three of the four teams left in the NFC are all in the NFC East.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Oh, wow. Yep. Uh, final game on Sunday. Actually ended up being a pretty solid game, too. Ravens-Bengals. Bengals win that one 24-17. Ravens had their chances in that one. Uh, And what was like a 95 yard defensive touchdown or that just doomed Uh, the Ravens and 99. Yeah. So
2: I will say this. Cincinnati has the same fucking problems they did last year. They started the first 15 weeks of the season. They had this. They started the same guys on the offensive line. They've lost three starting offensive linemen since then. And it showed on Sunday. The fucking Ravens were all over his ass. Now, obviously last year he he got through and they got to the Super Bowl, eventually lost, but they got to figure something out because it's just, you can't win too many games in big games when teams are getting the pressure that easily on them. So um, I'm going to be, it's going to be interesting to see as far as what Buffalo is able to do um, this weekend, because I actually, I do like Cincinnati we will get into that more, but if Buffalo's getting pressure with four guys consistently, it's, it could turn things around. So um, they got to figure something out there. But, um, yeah, the Ravens, I mean, I, I think that game's probably the way it was played out if if Lamar's playing. Um, Baltimore may win that game. Uh, I know they obviously had a chance with Huntley, but Lamar's obviously a better player than he is. So um, that's a whole different topic, though, for discussion, I guess, though, everything going on with him.
1: I would go as far to say if Lamar plays, they wouldn't buy double digits. Like I, I think the world of Lamar anyway, but, um, obviously that Baltimore team is just built around him. So I think the world of Lamar and I question if I would ever give him the money, because I don't know if his body holds up in the NFL, um, for full seasons, especially coming into like playoffs, you have to like, for him, he has to be fully healthy, um, to be effective. And if a little bit's off, he's not that great. Um, so with Lamar, I feel like they, they do all right. And that defense for Baltimore is the real deal. Um, they have two really middle is. linebackers that are m- phenomenal. Patrick queen just can get sideline to sideline as fast as any safety, almost any corner in the NFL. Um, and then now that they, they got Raquan Smith and they locked him up for a while. Uh, he's might be the best all around middle linebacker in football. So like that team is built for the future. Um, that defense you, is built to be probably a top three defense next year. I
2: was going to say, do you think there's any team built better up the middle on the defense? Like defensively, like they have Calais Campbell still down in the middle. Them mm-hmm. two guys at linebacker, Kyle Hamilton at safety. Like it, it's Marcus the Williams the field is their save. other safety. Marcus is Williams is fucking all pro. It's absurd. Really?
1: Yeah. And then they have two of the best corners. Uh, Lattimore and not Lattimore, he's um humphrey and and uh marcus Peters. so it's like that team yeah that team's loaded um uh, on defense but I, without a quarterback you're, you only go as far as your fucking quarterback and if you can't play what's the point
0: to me like these inner division games in the playoffs like i'm not surprised like that they're close like bills dolphins you know bengals ravens like barrow has been mm-hmm. in the league for three years, and has already seen him play. This would be his seventh time he's already seen him play in three years. Yeah. So it's like they got a pretty good idea on things that work and things that don't work. And I think the Ravens are, are one of the few teams in the NFL that can like, wreak havoc on that and put pressure on, on teams like that because their defense has been nasty now, it seems like, for the last 30 years, right? So uh, not surprised by it, but I still think the Bengals are— I think they're fucking—they're good, man. They're really damn good there's not many guys on that team that gonna have a worse game than they had statistic wise, so uh, we'll see how they play against the bills. Uh, in the final game, the only game that I didn't watch a single second of dude, and that is Cowboys Buccaneers. Uh, yeah. I kind of forgot it was even gonna be on to be honest with you. And then when I finally realized that was on, I looked at my phone and saw the score, and uh, they were already losing like eighteen to nothing. Should have been 21, but some dude had a rough time kicking the ball through the uprights in that game. But uh, yeah, Cowboys took care of business 31 14. Tom Brady's final game?
1: I don't think so, but I wish it was.
0: Final game in Tampa, though? Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think he's done in Tampa, but I think he's going to, he's got one more game somewhere.
0: Does that mean that Kyle Trask could be the starting quarterback next year? He's been inactive. I don't even. I mean, isn't even Bl- Blaine Gabbert. I uh, think Kyle Trask is on the depth chart. That's why line. their
1: backup is Blaine yeah. Gabbert over him. Man. So
2: I I'm curious with Tampa, like, if Brady leaves and they can't find, you know, unless they trade for like Derek Carr, or if they can't get a veteran in there, they need to just tear it down. Yeah. Trade trade Mike Evans. Trade Godwin. You know trade some of these defensive pieces and just fucking rip that thing right down to the to the studs and fucking build it back up because what's the point of keeping Evans and Godwin and some of these other guys if you're fucking running Kyle Trask out there?
1: yeah they did just get as they much did.
2: value as you can out of those some of those guys and fucking move on.
1: I think what they did was right; they made a bid to be able to be good for two three oh probably three years. Got a and Super then you Ball turn it over. That? Got yeah, a Super, Super Bowl. Yeah. Yep. You filled out your stadium. You got max money on tickets. Everything was sold out. And you rebuild for a couple of years. It doesn't take long in the NFL. Like, you can hit on one monster draft pick and be right back in it.
0: And they're in a very good division for that to happen quickly. So, they don't need much to they win are, that division. No. With the way things are right now. So... All right, uh, might as well just move right into the previews for this week. Obviously, it's crazy. Only four games. Like, we're getting down to it. There's only, like, what, seven games left in the NFL season. hate it. Seven total games. It's wild. Uh, two games Saturday, two games Sunday this week. We got 4.30 to start it off on Saturday. Jaguars heading to uh, Kansas City. Uh KC favored by eight and a half and this one over under 52 and a half. These teams played week 10 Kansas city won that game in week 10, 27 to 17.
2: I mean, I, th- I think Jacksonville can hang in this game. Obviously if Lawrence is anywhere near what he did in the first quarter against Kansas city, they're going to beat the wheels off And Mahomes is and that in company is not going to blow a 27 point lead or even fucking 20 point lead. Probably. Um, but I I do feel like if 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 Jacksonville can kind of take care of the football, um, and, you know, not not ha- commit any tur- turnovers, I think they can stay in the game. But I, it's Kansas City, it's Arrowhead, it's Mahomes, Chiefs.
1: I I agree. I I just I want to be able to be like ah, oh, the Jags will be good. But they're just they're not there yet. Like I feel like another year or two. Um they have a lot of young guys on defense. Um they have a lot of young offensive linemen. And I just feel like they're a year away and, and another year for Trevor Lawrence and they can compete with these guys. But um if you make any mistake against Mahomes, he's just gonna take advantage of it. And I and I you can't have a bad quarter against Mahomes. Like he takes he takes a bad quarter like what was happening against the Chargers and he turns that into a 20 point lead and he doesn't do what <laughs> what Herbert does. Like, he finds a way to grind things out, and and it'll kill you if you do that.
0: So, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Mahomes, what does he have? last four AFC championships or three he's been to? One uh, one One of them. He's two and one. He's been to the last three. So, he's been to the last three AFC championship games, trying to get to his fourth if he wins this one. And then you got Lawrence, who hasn't lost a game on a Saturday in the NFL, college, or high school. So, I mean, probably ever, right? He's probably never lost a game on Saturday. This game's on a Saturday. Does this sway your decision at all that Lawrence has that Saturday groove train going?
2: I I like want to like feel like it's like a vibe thing and like yeah, it's Jacksonville. Lawrence doesn't lose Saturdays, and I do think they're gonna stay in the game for a little bit. I just think that Kansas City is gonna pull. It's, it's 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 Mahomes. It's Arrowhead. I'm I'm, I'm not. It's right. Lawrence, until somebody, until it's Lawrence's going...
0: Saturday, dude. It's Lawrence's <laughs> <and> Saturday. Yeah, <laughs>
2: I'll be. I, as I, as I Oh, seriously, dude. I hope it's. I hope they win, but I just. I can't do it.
0: It's pretty wild that Lawrence lost two games in college, and both were, I think, national championship games on a Monday night. So, yep. pretty impressive. Yeah, I gotta think Kansas City wins this game too. I just. Jacksonville's on a six-game win streak right now, but I think that a lot of those wins were against lesser-type opponents and not. Like, I feel like this last week win was, like, the one that was really, like, impressive, obviously, the way they did it, too. But I'm taking Kansas City, too. Coming off a bye. That's huge. Uh, night game Saturday. Got Giants-Eagles interdivision game on this one. Uh, Dabbles got them playing good, man. Eagles coming off a bye here. Favored by seven and a half. Uh, Philly won both games this year against these team against uh, the Giants, week 15, week 19. So played them pretty recently both times.
1: The last one though, I don't think the Giants played any starters, so right. Um you never know. Uh I I I don't think that the Giants are out of this. Like I think they have a shot. Um, but I do feel that Philly is good enough to win this. Um I feel I mean I think Philly's good enough to win it all. That's who I put my money on. So um but if they find themselves close late, I, I don't see why Giants couldn't pull something out of their ass. Um, And Saquon just goes nuts. With that said, Philly has the superior team. They have like a good coach, definitely more talented, um, better defense, better wide receivers, good running backs, a quarterback that can do both things really well too. um, And the best quarterbacks of all time. So give me Philly.
2: Yeah, I think it's like similar to like what you said about Jacksonville. I just think the, it's a year too early for the Giants. I mean it was good they want a playoff game. Um nobody expected them to probably even make the playoffs let alone win a game in the playoffs. I ju- I just think that just Philly's just got way too much more. They got way more talent than the Giants do. Um and I I actually I actually think Philly rolls again in this game. Um and I just think that, yeah, I don't know. I just think Philly rolls. I just don't think the Giants have the horses to fucking keep up with them.
0: Uh, I think I'm taking the Giants in this one. I think it's really hard to beat like a team it. three times in one year. Uh, I said that, like, are we going to expect Danny Dimes to do this two games in a row? And I think we're going to. I think Danny Dimes is going to fucking dominate again, dude. Uh, I just think dabble from like, obviously we talked about it last week in the preseason, just like instilled so much confidence in Jones and like, he's not putting up like MVP type statistics, but like he's doing a lot to like make this team win. And uh I don't know, like week 19, yeah, the giants didn't play anyone, but they played them really tough. And I think that gives the, the rest of the team confidence going to this one. So uh interdivision games are always tough. So I'm taking giants and a big upset in this one. Wow. Uh, Probably the most anticipated game of the weekend. We got Bengals on Sunday, 3 o'clock game Sunday. Uh, Bengals heading to Buffalo. Bills favored by 4.5 on that one, over under at 48.5. We got Bengals riding a 9-game win streak coming to this, haven't lost since Halloween. We got Bills riding an 8-game win streak, haven't lost since November 13th. Uh, so a lot going on in this one.
1: I. Uh- Listen, I've already said it. I like the Bengals. I know, I agree, their line's going to struggle, and we're going to see probably a lot of hits on Burrow. But the fact that he's just got so many weapons, man, like if they can find ways to create quick throws to get the defense not just like bringing the house on him, um, I don't think that Buffalo secondary. Right now can hold up against Cincinnati. Like we're seeing them put up points. Like we said, we we saw these teams that are not good offenses put up points on them. What Burrow's going to do? And Burrow, if you remember the the game that um, Hamlin got hurt, is it Hamlin? Yep. Yep. Got hurt. Burrow went right down and scored first possession. Like it was. Yep. And then they got the ball back and they were marching again. So it's like I I I just I got a feeling Cincinnati's going to have a day against them. I yeah, I
2: mean, feeling. like I, said, I, I'm with you. I like Cincinnati. I just, I it does worry me about their offensive line. And if if Burrow's just constantly running for his life because they can't block anybody, that's where I think Buffalo is. That's where their biggest opportunity is. Um, but I don't. I just, I think it's more of a. It's weird because like I don't mind either one of these teams. I don't like out of the AFC, that's where my preference is is like one of these teams come out of it. And um but I just think that like further than you said, sure I think Buffalo's defenses look suspect and I just think that Cincinnati's got so many weapons um to exploit some of the issues that Buffalo's been having. So I think Barrow goes they go on the road and they they get it done.
0: Yeah, I like Cincinnati too. I just love their weapons. I'll say Buffalo. It snows all every Camera fucking day Buffalo. in Buffalo, but um, it's supposed to be low 30s. They're saying maybe three to five inches of snow in Buffalo that day. So uh, we'll see if it amounts to anything. We'll see if it has anything to like to mess around with the game. Uh, I could see scoring maybe being a little low if snow becomes an issue. But I still love Joe Burrow. I just I just love Joe Burrow in any postseason game.
2: Uh, Yeah.
0: I will say one thing too about the whole sacks. Bills, their defense is obviously stats-wise this year, like points allowed, point uh, yards given up, has been pretty solid. But like sacks, they're in kind of middle of the road. So it's not like they're like well known at getting after the quarterback. So if there's anything that's gonna deter you away from like maybe Burrow not getting sacked 15 times this weekend, it's that. Uh, 6:30 game Sunday, last one of the weekend. We got. Cowboys heading to San Fran, San Fran flavored by three and a half San Fran riding an 11 game win streak. They have not lost a football game since October 23rd, and that was to Kansas City, dude. So they are playing pretty good football over the last three months.
3: I I really don't know how I feel about this.
1: Like I, I kind of think that Dallas, if it can get the run game going and Dak plays like how he did against the bucks, they're a problem. It's that everyone's just waiting for Dak to do what Dak does. And that's make stupid fucking plays and get over his head. But he looked phenomenal against the bucks. Like he sat in the pocket, he delivered passes where they needed to be to the right person and they they do have two really good running backs and they have a really good offensive line. Um, Dallas can be a problem. If, if Dak's playing good,
2: I was just going to say, I hate that. I'm going to just, these words are going to come out of my mouth, but I actually think I'm taking Dallas. I, I'm, gonna I'm not like going to go that far. I but hate
1: it. The three and a half is kind of intriguing just, for Dallas. Oh.
2: Like for everything you said for what Dallas has offensively, they're in Dallas's defensive line's grade. They may have the best defensive player in football, and Micah Parsons. That would be great matchup, gay, by the way,
1: against Trent Williams.
2: Him and Trent Williams. And Trent Williams, like, I, you talked about that earlier. You know, he's been the highest graded fucking tackle in the NFL the last like four years. Wow. This guy's a fucking beast, but I don't, I don't, maybe I'm taking the Cowboys because I can't pick an NFL game to save my life. So I'm hoping I just mush him. Um, but I I don't know what it is I just I think Dallas and Philly are going to be on a collision course for the NFC Championship game and I'm going to want to vomit because I hate <laughs> both of them.
0: I'm taking the Niners in this one. I just can't. The Cowboys finally win a playoff game. It's that was shocking enough. I just can't pitch them winning two in a <laughs> row, dude. And I just think with the way the Niners have been playing ever since they get McCaffrey, I just think that they're a fucking they're a train. So I am loading up on the 49ers train. What are you guys doing this weekend for the games? Oh, I know Sherry will be up north.
2: Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm probably just watching him here, man. I don't. Uh, we have no plans.
0: Yep.
1: Um. So. That's a nice feeling, though.
0: And then Sherry, oh, you I must obviously have to leave. Before, well, you have to leave earlier, anyways. I think, but leave in time to get home for the Bills-Bengals. Yeah. I'm sure. Gotta I'll get be home like, for that. let's
1: get up, crack at dawn, let's go.
0: Well, you gotta get home to get the wood stove going in the in the garage.
1: Get- you come over and stoke that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's Bud Light in there?
0: Set the place on fire. Shit. There's
2: what? There's what in there, Shorty?
1: Bud Light. Bud Light in the, gir- in the in the fridge. Mm-hmm. You feeling all right? <laughs> there's Natty Light too on the other half. I, I was going Kev's had a. Bud those light are light.
0: he didn't buy them. Those are all leftovers. Yes. Uh, uh, no. From-
1: uh, oh, in that fridge was brought by the people. I was going
2: to say Jesus Christ, dude.
1: Yep. uh i know we're gonna do a little draft right yeah we are yep.
3: all
1: right you ready sure we are doing a draft of the building your best college basketball team since the year of 2000 but once a player is taken from that college so say if it's a player taken from like the greatest team of all time the florida gators um you can't pick a different gator like, if someone takes Noah, you can't take Bradley Beal. If someone takes Mark. Al Horford, you can't take Corey Brewer. Like, It's time for the BDB Starting Five. Let's get this shit going. And
2: We've already like Kevin and I already talked. Shory's the only one gonna take anybody from that trash school anyway. So with gonna have the to
1: take number water. one pick. Andy. Oh boy. Rigged.
2: Rigged. Starting Could five rigged. Couldn't have been
1: happier. <laughs> with the Starting number five, two pick. That is Kev. You. I just go with the number three.
2: There's clearly some obvious choices. No, I'm just joking. Man, There's so many
1: directions you can go with this on. one. Yeah.
3: Damn.
1: College basketball, not NBA. like Yeah. What this guy was at college, in college for his best year. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm going off my noggin.
2: Oh, hold on. We I do want to say mention something too. We're building a like are an actual starting lineup, so. We can't take like four point, uh five point guards. Right. So you right. have to take a point guard shooting. Or we're going to go like make your whole roster. We're at we're Liberty, like you know, with guys like say, I'm just LeBron never played in college, right? But if, like if you had a guy like LeBron, you could be like, well, he could play the four or the three, so you can kind of use some leeway. But you can't play like fucking. I'm not gonna play like Chris Ball at the five.
1: No, right. Like it's just not. With that said, I am taking. The best shooting guard I've ever seen in college, J.J. Reddick with my number one pick. He was the biggest game changer. Uh, every time he went to places, the whole other fans booed him. He was the most loved player to ever step on Duke, in my opinion, on the basketball court. Give me J.J. Reddick.
0: I mean, it's only fitting that a Duke player goes number one. I think we all expected that to happen in this case. So, uh... No. Big respect to you, Shuri, for following through.
1: You know, you're welcome. hmm
2: Just an absolute. Would you have like? Let me ask you this: If you were to take a Duke player, was that the Duke player you you would take? One, Kev. Uh,
0: it was either him or Jay Will. Yeah, that's
2: a. I'll say I think I might have Jay Will. I had. Yeah. Like, he it was, was just. He was awesome. He was so fucking good. Hey, you know Also, like, if you talk about for like from an accolade standpoint, there was nobody better than Battier. That guy won every fucking. Yeah. Battier well. was
1: fucking awesome. Yeah, he also I had mean,
2: a weird, like his head looked like a bicycle helmet. It was so wrinkled.
1: Yeah, like, you know who else you know, was so ugly, that? motherfucker? Sheldon Williams. Remember that guy? Yeah, that guy got hit with a fucking shovel.
2: <laughs> Wasn't he married to Candace Parker? Yeah,
1: then he married a bomb in the basketball world, and then she's like, "No, I can get so much better dick."
0: <laughs> uh, I'm going. Uh. I know this is going to fucking piss you guys off because you're going to want to take Bryant Barr, but I'm taking Steph, dude. I'm taking Steph Curry. I think just that fucking run he did in the uh, in March Madness that year, like he averaged 26 points a game. Like go look at statistics and like look at the Power 5 conferences and I bet there's like one person averaging over 20 points a game in college. It's like it's really hard to do. Dude averaged 26 points a game. It's final year.
2: He was pretty awesome.
0: Had, had you guys heard wow. of Davidson? Before no, like Brian wow. Bar went there, basically, I mean, No, not before I mean, Bar. Yeah. No. Right, and then Curry gets there and just like puts this like school on the map, basically. Yeah.
3: Um. Yeah,
2: I'm gonna, I'm taking Durant. Um, but I'm gonna play Durant at the uh, at the at the four probably here. Um. Like a yeah, he averaged twenty. Four. He, he averaged 26 a game, eight rebounds, three point. I mean, the guy was an absolute fucking machine at Texas when he was there. So, uh, give me KD.
1: He wasn't even and, a number uh, one pick, which is wild. <laughs> Greg,
2: Oden. <laughs> Greg, Greg Oden. Good job, Trailblazers! You fucking idiots! You guys fumbled two drafts. Greg Oden and Sam Bowie. The edge Jordan got drafted. Nice work.
1: I know. You fucking
2: morons. Um. All right, and I'm going with a Carolina guy here. And he was an absolute fucking menace. I'm taking Tyler Hansbrough. Psycho T. I'm going to, I fucked up. I should have had Durant at the three. Yeah.
0: I, I didn't even say where he was playing. So, I mean, you no, can do so whatever you want. I don't care.
2: Durant at the, yeah. Durant at the three, Psycho T at, at the four. He was just an absolute fucking maniac at Carolina. Um, Absolute dog shit NBA player. But, you know, one of the. Especially the last like twenty, you know, whatever doing the last twenty three years, he's definitely one of the top like five or ten guys ever. Uh, he was honestly my
1: himself. my. It was between JJ and Tyler Hansborough.
2: Hansborough was just like he was so un like look uncoordinated too. But like, he was he was, didn't look athletic at all. But he was the so most fun. dominant
1: college guy, man. Like every rebound, like he'd have bloody face. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I love that. Hasbro. Like that
0: bloody face was against Duke, wasn't it? That's
2: Gerald Gerald Henderson. Yeah, Henderson. I literally I him. hated yeah.
1: him. Like he was probably my most hated player I've ever been in college, but that's just because he was so good. Hasbro? Yeah. Never hated the player more. <laughs> Honestly, but he was awesome.
0: Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Anthony Davis, Kentucky. Uh, Played one season there, dude, but he was just absolutely fucking lights out. One national player of the year, won the title that year. Like, probably the greatest recruiting class in the history, like, of basketball was that year. Like, that team was just loaded, and Davis was easily the fucking alpha male in that one.
1: I think this might be the steal of all steals. Carmelo Anthony um, was the swaggiest player to ever step on the court. Won a national champion as a freshman. He is Syracuse. Like, when you see Syracuse, you still think of Carmelo.
0: Bayheim has kept G-Mac. his job because he won that one national title, dude. Bayheim is an absolute joke, I think. And then he won that one title, and now he's like, fucking, everyone in Syracuse just loves him.
2: But you know what's crazy, though? And I, I don't disagree with that. I swear to God, like, every two years, that motherfucker goes on a run with a team who's, like, a 12 seed the tournament. Yeah. He goes to the Elite Eight. Yeah, he does. He just, like, finds lightning in a bottle, like, with a bunch of scrubs. And he makes a run all the time because that stupid fucking zone defense he plays on. Exactly. Time. He'll
0: win a game on a Thursday and then the, the team they have to play on Saturday doesn't know how to figure out how to how to beat a zone in that one day in between, basically what happens.
1: Right. My next player, I am taking Adam Morrison of Gonzaga. Um Another goofy guy, never made it in the pros, but his college game was absurd. His best season, uh, 28 points per game, six rebounds. believe he was player of the year that year. Um, ugliest guy in the gym, but best
3: player.
0: Yep. Pretty damn good, that dude. Pretty good. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, I feel like I'm just building my team around like fucking well, that's no, I'm doing it. I'm doing a uh, Balake Griffin dude, Oklahoma. Uh, <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are you talking
2: about at first?
0: before this dude's knees just fucking buckled and broke and tore and everything like this motherfucker was just an absolute highlight reel in Oklahoma. Yeah. He really was. Every
3: play was a fucking dunk.
2: Yeah. It was pretty fucking, pretty goddamn awesome. Um, all right. I'm going to go. I'm taking my point guard here, and I'm going to go with what he had, one of the best fucking runs in tournament history. Oh,
1: yeah.
2: I am taking Kemba Walker. Yeah. Absolute fucking... Animal with that or that run. You see, last year you averaged 23 and a half a game, won a national championship. Give me Kemba.
0: Yeah, that was fucking impressive. UConn had two different runs, and both times it was point guards. Just let him, right? It was him. And then they did another one with that boat right guy, I think it was. No, yeah. Am I right? I don't know if I'm right on that, but they did it with two different point guards, and uh Kemba's was fucking nuts. Mm-hmm.
2: I'll tell you what, when you look at some of these, uh,
1: was it Napier?
0: Was it Napier? Yeah. Maybe Boatwright. Maybe Boatwright was the point uh, shooting guard that team. Um,
2: uh, I'll tell you what, it's like, it's frustrating because you kind of like go through, and I'm like, oh, this would be a good pick, and I'm like, goddamn it, the team. Gone in the, the school,
1: right? Yeah. Lots of Dukies, uh, lots of Carolina, lots of Kentuckys. Mm-hmm. I had to Google a list because I was, I was already like, holy fuck.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm like, going through now, and I'm like trying to think who the f- like where the fuck i want to go with it um i don't want to take this guy because i can't fucking stand the school or him so i'm not doing it
0: don't do it dude it's your draft
2: i know I'm not, to appe- I'm not trying to
0: appease the people don't fucking make. i'm
2: not trying to appease the people can say, oh, this would be a good one too? You took the fucking Oklahoma already, dude. We we'll got to
0: put a fucking shot clock on you in a second here, guy.
2: Um, <sighs> okay. I I I don't even fucking know. I don't. Hold on. I may like just pass on this in a second. I just saw one that I I was gonna take, and now I gotta get back to it. Okay.
3: Oh boy. Man, this is
2: all right. I'm gonna just I'm taking Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade would fucking last year at Marquette 21 and a half, six rebounds, four and a half Easy. assists. Gave me D Wade, front that to two.
1: Yep, at Marquette, didn't he lose the national championship?
0: They lost oh. in the I want to say final four, didn't they?
1: No, pretty sure he lost to the better freshman Carmelo Anthony. I thought
2: that wasn't the night. Carmelo no. beat Kansas, didn't they?
1: Oh, maybe, but yeah, I remember they were the same, obviously the same year, same draft. Yeah. Yeah. And back to the Final Four. Yeah, I think they lost in the Final Four to
0: one of those two teams.
1: I Didn't haven't they, been keeping track of picks, so I think I'm gonna fuck something up here. But go on. That's all
0: good, dude. Um. All right. I, when I this thing started off, dude, I'm like, I kind of had a vision, but I wasn't sure if it was gonna play out. But now I think my vision might be coming to fruition here. I'm taking Dougie Buckets, dude. Dougie McDermott, cool. Creighton. That motherfucker can just drain at triples. Uh, and he shoots him at a really good clip. I don't think he fucking won anything in college, but. Uh, he was player of the year. Well, I mean, any team. team yeah, team, yeah. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. But that's what happens when you go to Creighton. So. Creighton's off the books, guys. You can't take anyone from Creighton anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, my final two picks. Easy. Taking the best center in college basketball. Another steal. He might not put up the biggest points, doesn't need to, knows his role. He has not a loose screw. He has many loose screws in his fucking noggin. That's Joaquin Noah of the University of Florida. Two-time back-to-back national champion.
0: I already had it typed in. Right when you said the best fucking center, I knew you were going stupid on that pick. And
1: uh
2: I'll tell
1: you what, Ugh. man. I oh. need a point guard who's a good. There's still some point good guard. ones left. Yeah. yeah, I saw the list. I just don't want to like go like strictly by the list. Um,
3: I want to pick one that I like. I liked. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. You know what I mean. I also, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I can tell you what, Fugola, what you could do, if you were curious, dude. Uh, Greg Paulus, dude, he he transferred out of Duke, didn't he? I know you loved Greg Paulus back in the
1: day, right? Didn't he uh, go did? to Syracuse to play football?
0: Oh, did he play Syracuse football? Is
1: that what he did?
2: I yeah. did not like Greg Paulus. <laughs> why, would I like, why would I like that fucking loser? I'm
1: fucking kidding around. Jesus,
2: dude.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think of, like, if we picked... Um Villanova yet. I don't think no, so. No, no Villanova. And I'm trying to think of Not like really. who their best point guard is. Is it like uh Brunson? Is it Scotty Reynolds? Scotty Reynolds, Randy Foy.
3: Did Lowry go there? <sighs> yeah, I
0: believe he did. Yeah, Lowry into Villanova too.
1: I will take Randy Foy. Randy Foy. Did he win a national championship? He's probably, probably the only one in that list that didn't. Fuck
0: <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know. I don't know. He if was, he he was the first one,
2: wasn't he? He was the first one of that of the Villanova guys, wasn't he? Like he was the old oh, I mean he was the oldest one.
1: Uh two thousand didn't even know that. I no.
0: thought he was the It was 2000, 2002 to two thousand six he was there, so there's
2: no way he was then. Yeah, yeah. No, he was a fucking
1: older dude. I, I want national champion. I want Scotty Reynolds, but or Jalen brunson you you know Brunson then, probably. Yeah, right? I want Brunson. I want Brunson. That's like a legit I wanted one of the villain guards Jalen Brunson's the most Yeah. Give me him. Cause he could like be an actual point guard and just distribute to the other guys that shoot and yep. not care about points.
0: All right. Uh, we got staff, we got Dougie buckets and now we just got to finish off the greatest shooting team of all time. And taking Jimmer for debt, that motherfucker could make Great it book. rain from anywhere on the court. And uh, good luck trying to beat this team in a fucking track race, dude. Jimmer 20 points. That fucker drop over in China. Like 70 a game or something?
1: Talk about <laughs> getting J.J. Redick without getting J.J. Redick.
0: Yep, exactly.
2: My last pick. So I kind of need a center here. And a lot of the ones that I wanted to take.
1: I mean, you can move Hansbrough to the center easily. Yeah, he's played there all
0: the time.
2: I could put Hansborough at the five.
0: You could take a two or a three here if you wanted to. Yeah, take a two or a three. Put D-Wade two or three, and then you're good.
2: All right. Then you guys just made my decision for me. (laughs) Yeah. D-Wade's going to the three. Durant's at the four. Hansborough the five. Kemba Walkie's at the one. Ja Moran at the two. Ja. Then we fucking Ja at the two. There you go. Uh, Yeah. Tyler Hansborough does not fit in with this team.
1: What was Ja's numbers at? I mean, I know he's awesome at Murray State, but what was his numbers, you know? I thought oh, a pretty I decent a senior life. year. No sophomore year. Oh, well, I meant his last year, whatever it was. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I gotcha.
2: 25, 24 and a half, 10 assists a game, six rebounds. Yep. So I was going, I was going back and forth. Like I wanted to go with a, with a center and like he was, he was fucking nasty, but I hate him. And I hate the school he's on. It was I was going to think about taking Kevin love because he was fucking nasty at UCLA, but I just can't stay in UCLA.
0: Not a big fan, yeah. So. I got to look at this list real quick. Got to look at this list. Uh, would you believe that there's not a single Pac-12 or Pac-10-12 or the fucking conferences now? Not a single player from it? That's how bad the Pac-12 is.
2: Did we take anybody from Kansas?
0: No. Nope.
2: I feel like they haven't had, like, really, like, They've had good teams. They've had good teams, but they never had, yeah. like, I guess Embiid, he's pretty fucking good.
1: He was good, yeah. Yeah, but he, I think he even got hurt in college
0: too. Kirk Heinrich was pretty fucking dude, good, dude. Heinrich yeah, was awesome. I was going
2: through, Nick Collins, that the other
0: guy that was there. Mm-hmm. They also Nick had Collison, uh. Collison, Frank yeah. Mason, Mario Chalmers.
2: Um, some some of the lists are unreal because it's like guys that like completely like forgot about. Um, like there was one. Where it was uh like. Uh, Jameer Nelson, like, he was mm. so good at fucking... Brandon Roy at Washington was awesome.
0: Michael yeah. Beasley. His knees weren't, but...
2: yeah, Beasley. Gerald Sullinger at Ohio State was a beast. It's so, like... Yeah. College basketball, man. I, I Have you guys watched much of it this, so far this year?
0: I haven't really watched much, because Duke sucks, really. So, that's usually all I'd watch, but...
2: Yeah, I haven't uh I haven't really watched much either.
1: Either. Um if you guys don't mind, I have another um top 5 list of things New Englanders hate. Uh um, this it. was sent in by all of our mail. Um appreciate yep. all the feedback we got. Um number 1 on the list right now that New Englanders hate is salt um uh, from the road. Uh, that white shit gets all over your car, makes it rust. It's the worst. Um, I prefer that towns use sand, but they won't. They just want us to rust out our cars and have to get new ones. And that sucks. Um, the second worst thing is vacation braggers. Um, people that go on vacation and they brag about it and they post it all the time and they talk about how great their life is. And you're sitting at home and it's fucking 20 degrees out and you can't go outside without freeing your balls off. Um, And you come back in, you grab your phone, and guess what? Another fucking social media post from so-and-so on vacation. Can't stand it. Uh, The next thing, number three, they are still on the list. Boston Red Sox management ownership. Um, They signed Devers, so they they were able to slide to three um, for now. But it's still a shit show show in Boston, so... um, Number three, wrap it up. Number four, um, NFL refs. Um, we just want you to call the game. Don't get in the way of it. Don't try to be bigger than it is. Um, made me think of that with Joey part. Um, but just, just know your role, do your thing. And the last part is Matt Patricia is still officially on the Patriots. Mm-hmm. He will always be on the list until we know he is out of his role and he is scrubbing uh, the bathroom showers. That's when he'll be off the list. <laughs> that's it. That's that's the mail I've been getting.
0: So Have you guys ever heard of Towns using beet juice to – De-ice the roads instead of no. salt. Oh,
1: whoa, no.
0: Actually, use beet juice, dude. I, the thing that's crazy about that is that that shit stains. Like, I mean, exactly. obviously, you're not gonna. Be, I don't know if it's gonna stain your car and whatnot, but apparently, it's got a much lower freezing point than ice uh, or than salt does, so they can put it out at a lot lower wow. temperatures and it works better. So,
1: little uh, little trivia a little for you, foul? boys. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Another another trivia question, and this is goes out to my um snodio weekend with my friends we're gonna have around a round of trivia so i'm gonna ask a question now to you guys they can have the chance the answer so they'll know it um if they listen to the podcast they'll get an extra well they'll get the 300 points before anyone else i like it um do you know what the oldest existing car company in the world is
0: 1883 um i It's the obvious answer is four, but I don't think it's correct. I think he was the first one to make it, so it was, like, mass-produced. Oldest car company in the world? I'm going to go with Volkswagen, just a shot in the dark.
3: Did you say close?
0: Oh, I know what it is now, and then I think.
2: Volvo?
1: Nope. BMW. BMW. Mercedes-Benz. Ah, it's one of those, yep. isn't it? Yeah, Mercedes-Benz. So there you go, you have it. Hey, I gave you somebody. Somebody might be listening that's going yep. there. Someone's um, listening. Little little uh, quick quick hint for you.
0: Uh, one thing I want to say before we end this episode on let's say the 17th, I think, 18th, whatever it is. January 11th, a week ago, Maine's proposed sports betting rules are published. It's big stuff, dude. They actually got published out. The guy who's doing this apparently like runs it by the runs it by the governor, obviously has gonna get signed off on it. Says it could launch as early as April of this year. Woo! So in a few months. But it also could go as late as January of 2024. So we have like a good nine month window in there. But maybe in the next uh three months to a year, we're gonna have sports betting legalized in Maine.
2: Is was there any details as far as the books that they're allowing like as far as the online stuff goes, do they have that listed yet?
0: Uh in this article I'm reading, it does not list that, so I'm not sure.
2: Yeah. I'm just because I know like there's some of them like it's weird how it works. Like some states like they'll allow like DraftKings or a FanDuel sports book, but they may not allow like bar stools or the whatever yep. it is, pen. And it's like it's kinda it's weird how they do that. I just didn't know if they had um I just need to know what app I gotta download when we're when we're finally able right. to do it, that's all.
1: Well. Yeah. Uh, one quick hit before we sign off. Uh Bruins are lights out right now. Uh maybe next week we'll talk a little bit Bruins. Um and I can't Celtics wait because can't wait. Celtics are fucking rolling right now. JT drops fifty last yesterday and it's just normal now. The guy's great. I'm gonna be
0: coming with my Bruins my Bruins facts next week,
1: boys. More like fifty it. point games at the age of twenty four than any Celtic ever, which is incredible. So Especially that story franchise. That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. All right, um, stay healthy.
2: Happy
0: Happy, birthday, Shory. Happy birthday. Peace. Yeah.
2: Thanks, guys. Yeah.